Boom, 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 boom. A one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. You know, I, um, and we're off, guys, I think. Press one if the stream is good and your audio is fine. It is, uh, 9 a.m. here in Los Angeles, not even 9.01. The sun's fast. He's quick. Um, Friday, the 23rd of February, A.D. 2024. And I'm going to have a guest later this morning. Not too much later, actually, I don't think. Omar, Third Rail with Omar, is going to be with Hake. Okay? That's the plan. He's running a little late, which is perfect, actually. Because I would like to get right started with a few Super Chats that came in yesterday that I didn't get to because, you know, hey, and I don't like to drag them through the weekend. You know, I'll drag them days on end, weeks late. So Popcorn's Thump Keg bought a coffee today here, or yesterday, I mean. Popcorn's Thump Keg is a uh, guy who gives, buys a lot of coffees, and I thank him for it, or her. Only point I was making, which is a... Reference to yesterday's Super Chat, okay? okay? Was about your comments on having a bad a- attitude in the courtroom. I didn't say attitude was the only factor. I just remembered that you specifically mentioned that the attitude that the defendants display in the courtroom could have an impact on the publishment le- levied to them by the judge, etc. Are you saying that Trump's attitude or perception of attitude, he says, inter- importantly, can't possibly impact him the way that you said, say that it may impact, he says impacts, but I say may impact, black people in the courtroom. Uh, If someone said I was on the jury and this black guy threw his hands up and showed disdain for the court, would you say no big deal or yep, that's what they do? (laughs) Uh, Lastly, you didn't answer the question on whether or not you, James, still have anger since you forgave your mom. Says Popcorn's Thump Keg. Not a pithy coffee, but I enjoy his coffees, actually. Um, So there's no comparison between Trump's good, great, perfect attitude and, you know, the angry black attitude of the angry blacks. Not all blacks are angry. Look at JLP Um, in the courtroom. There's no comparison. And that's why I said it was the bad attitude of the judge, the jury, the people who hate Trump. They are the ones with the bad attitude. They're projecting their bad attitude on to Trump when they're judging Trump as though he is the one with the bad attitude, but it's them. Uh, but yes, that, that hatred of the light could affect his situation. That's why he's even charged. They hate the light. Darkness hates the light. Uh, so yes, of course, his behavior his i'm hearing this through the uh, thing but it's fine it's cute um so yeah of course that can affect how he's treated yeah definitely mm-hmm. uh regarding my whether i still have anger the reason i didn't answer that question is because i encourage you to look at yourself and me to look at myself it's not like you understand the whole anger situation and are, like, Jesse Lee Peterson going to, like, help other people through conversation with me? No. You are, I don't, you don't seem to understand the anger thing. Like, you think that Trump's and Fannie Willis have the same evil heart. <laughs> what? So, 
Um, and you think that I have like this double standard in how I judge Trump versus how I judge Fannie Willis, and they're two completely different spirits. So that's why I uh, encourage you. I don't necessarily entertain that. Um, but saying you forgive someone is different from forgiving from the heart. You can just go through the motions and say you forgive your mother. Uh, have you done it, a popcorn stump keg? You might call JLP on this. You seem, I don't know, but it seemed like you would just want to poke holes into JLP's message or something. Try to catch inconsistencies, like a Pharisee. Perhaps I'm wrong, but hopefully that's satisfactory. I, I know that I, I am purposely not answering that question, though. Yeah. Um, C on C bought a coffee, and then I will get to uh, Omar once he's ready. C on C bought a coffee saying, uh, let me see what she said. I just went away from the tab. Fanny Willis. Fanny Willis, she calls her. Uh, the shameless garden tool. And she did not say garden tool. She spelled it H-O-E, which is black for a whole word. But that's not what Fanny Willis is, right? She doesn't have S word out of wedlock necessarily that we know of. But anyway. Uh, and I think that the other thing, I think that the, uh, that's fine. Thank you, Hassan. Perfect. I think that the, uh, I always thought that a whore, don't say that too much, kids, meant prostitute, like you're getting paid for it. But nowadays, people just sleep around for free, and they're every bit as degenerate as the uh, paid prostitutes. What a mess. But anyway, uh, yeah, shameless... Shameless gal, we'll call Fonnie Willis, C on C with your coffee. She had some type of relationship with a criminal now lawyer. Oh, that lawyer guy was a criminal before, and now he's a lawyer? She likes her black man. Laughing face with a little bit of sweat coming down, says C on C. <laughs> Interesting. Thank you. And Amazing Asia bought our coffee. Amazing Asia. And then we'll, get, we'll move forward, guys. BuyMeACoffee.com slash The Hake Report. Finally ordered my shirts. Hake shirts. Didn't order my husband the one that said mildly attractive because it looks too girly for him. Oh, maybe I should follow that advice and get rid of the uh, emoji with the girl on it, with the gal, the lady, waving. It looks too girly for him, but I got him a disavow one instead. I disavow. Right on. Keep the shirts coming. We love you, Hake. Thank you, Amazing Asia. Appreciate the support and suggestions, and I'll do my best. But I always do my best. Then how come you fail? That's a line from a Bruce Lee movie. I always do my best. Then how come you fail? <laughs> nice. Nice. Okay. All right. So... What would you guys like to cover today? You know, let me show you Basquiat in these 12 minutes until we get with uh, Omar, Third Rail Omar. Basquiat is, was, he's not alive anymore, a guy who, go into the other folder there, Hassan. He was an artist whom I heard about from 
my friend, AJ Gallardo, who did the original AJ Gallardo theme song. And I'll play that theme song after this, okay? Or should I play it right now? Let me play you the AJ Gallardo original theme song, guys. Uh, it is Friday, and we play the uh, Trevor Wesley version of the Hake Report, which is a redo. It's shorter and flashier. But this is the A.J. Gallardo original theme song for the Hake Report that we play on Fridays. I hope you enjoy it, you musical Philistines. And I have more Fob Friday, Frog Eyes Friday stuff to play for you. But let's get right on with the show! Enjoying the AJ Gallardo original theme song. I know I do. And if you're watching the footage, you're looking at San Onofre State Beach on an overcast day. Surfers on the ocean and uh, Asians fishing. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La la la. y'all doing? I am fine. And I'm wearing my Santa Monica t-shirt. It's brown. I like brown. Brown Proud. <laughs> uh, brown Pride is, I think, Latin. The Latin people. Route 66 tr- goes all the way from the West Coast all the way to, like, Chicago or somewhere. Something like that. I don't know. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think brown suits me. It suits me. I'm looking at, uh, my picture there. Over on the worst intro ever, Hake screaming like a little girl, says Butch. Nice name. Uh. Uh. By the way, you can get your Hake t-shirts... Different from the Santa, this Santa Monica t-shirt that I bought in Santa Monica, speaking of beaches. You can get your Hake t-shirts by uh, going to teespring.com slash stores slash the Hake Report or the HakeReport.com and go into the menu and look for the Teespring link. It's the Hake Report. It redirects to the HakeReport.creator-spring.com. But anyway, I mentioned Basquiat just before I mentioned... I played my A.J. Gallardo original theme song of the Hake Report. A.J. Gallardo. Gallardo. Being a friend of mine from high school, he does not endorse Hake's views necessarily, okay? So don't dox and harass him. Unless you're Brandon M. But he introduced me, he told me, well, he didn't introduce me, but he told me about this artist, street artist, graffiti artist called Basquiat. And I may be butchering how his name is really supposed to be said. Basquiat? Basquiat? I don't know how those French people pronounce that name. 
But uh, I saw some footage of him making some of his quote-unquote art on the streets of New York or wherever he's from or wherever he was at this point. So I have clip 21A, Hassan, who's going to play these clips for you guys. 21A, here is a... It was tweeted out by who? Who tweeted this out? Let me see. Other Basque, Basquiat is his last name, I think. Jean-Michel, Jean-Michel Basquiat. He's black. But what is he, like part Haitian or Creole or something like that? Um, French, part French maybe? That's how he has that jean Gene hyphen Michael, Michael, Basquiat, Basquiat. And he makes interesting looking art sometimes. My, it, for my taste, you know, I went to school and my major was art with an emphasis in graphic design. And so I, I'm a sucker for this art that a lot of people don't really like. There was a great point made by, uh, Another artist, Korean guy, guy, I think, who's been on the Jason Lee Peterson show before, who says, art's supposed to appeal to you naturally. You're not supposed to be educated to be able to appreciate good art. If it's not good to you just naturally, then it's not good art. And so this is arguably, it is kind of interesting. It kind of draws you in for my taste. I'm looking at this picture in the screenshots, actually, that I have of his stuff. Um... Let me go ahead and play this, play this uh, clip. Here's him in uh, New York or somewhere spray painting a, a wall. And it looks kind of ugly to some, but it's footage. It's real history footage, supposedly. Here, check it out. So this is his silent footage. There he is. He's all black and young, drawing a picture of, what is that, a heart? Oh, he slipped, and his, he, he's using a spray paint can. Pretty good. It's a person with eyes, a little too high on the head, a box nose, square nose, a mouth, a fish mouth. Looks like a Jesus fish. And then he draws a, uh, some letters, stylish sort of letters, you know, with confidence. I like his confidence and his smoothness. When he slips, it's kind of interesting, too. Then he's drawing some hair on this picture of this person, an A, an R, and he slips a little bit and does something else, and then he does a squiggly line and a, does another thing, and then he walks away. And he knew when to stop. What, that's when, keep it there. Look at that. He knew right when to stop. He knew when he was done. Has he done this very piece before? He filled out that whole space. And what is the spa- did the space look better without that, or does it look better with that? Look, the guy almost looks like he's crying. With those hole, holes for eyes, circles for eyes. I find that kind of interesting. JLP would be like, so-called graffiti, so-called artist. <laughs> and he's right. But, as, you know, he knew, right? Uh, nice. What's that word that we learn in art school? Nice composition. Not bad skill. TBH, to be honest, is Terry Strange. <laughs> It's a cultural thing, Hake. 
<laughs> nugget man. I disavow that nugget man. Done well, not well done, says Vasco. I think Hake is trolling us. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not exactly troll. I am, I would like your response. So trolling in the sense of, I'm not like a troll underneath a bridge trying to bother you, but I could be fishing for a reaction. They say if you troll along the bottom of the stream, you're trolling along with your fish hook, trying to see whom you can catch their interest. This is the same style art as the Globe post-it note, says Carver531. I was just about to add to my Globe Earth uh, post-it note (laughs) because I noticed something... I discovered something. I'll explain to you guys about space. But anyway, uh, I'm done with that. Thank you, Hassan. And so this guy has wild hair. And let me show you part B of um, another another clip of Basquiat. This Jean-Michael Basquiat. He died at the tender age of like 27 in like 1988 or something. Heroin overdose. I thought that was a white drug. Heroin overdose. Maybe he is part white, right? French. So here's him being interviewed by a reporter guy who asks him about anger. Anger. Check this out. Clip B, if you're ready there. Is there any anger in you? Is there any anger? Of course there is. Yeah, of course there is. Talk about that. Tell me what about the anger is. Well, looking at the camera. Pondering. Pondering. Looking down. Hmm. Looks around, smiles, and then goes blank again. I don't remember. Doesn't remember where his anger came from. You know. You know. Hair all wild. Wild, wild hair. Kind of ugly, but kind of cool. That hair. I'm going to play this again. Don't worry. The whole livery line bow like this with the big money all crushed into these feet. Copyright sign. Whole livery. Not livery. Livery. Something like that. Line bow. I don't know what this means, but, you know, you look him up on Wikipedia and he's, he's kind of like a tortured artist type of a guy. I'm gonna pl- Let me play this one more time because I think I killed the vibe by talking over it. And I probably should have talked over it the second time. Here it is one more time. I think. Is there any anger in you? Any anger in you? Of course there is. Yeah, of course You know. Uh. 
Possessed, huh? Possessed. Smirking. This is bad even for Hake says, come on, man. What do you mean? Possessed, smirking. Thank you, uh, Hassan. Smirking at times. Going serious face. Looking around. Sitting all sideways. Stylish. I should sit like that. That'd be good for my back. At least he kept it to himself, says David Singleton. I really liked his answer, honestly. Not morally straight, says Matthew. Really? Is he on drugs at that point? I don't know. Oh, he was? Come on, man. Well, I don't know. Come on, man is saying stuff about him. You guys are saying stuff about him in the chat that I didn't know. Uh, <laughs> tortured soul is Terry's favorite G word, a, a gay. Oops, it said gay by saying a gay. Euphemism. Oh, I didn't know that that was that, what that was. I thought that it was just tortured artists, like people with a lot of conflict, because not, ju- not just the so-called gays have a lot of conflict. He has that heroin lean. It's not stylish. It's Big Mitch 909. No, it's stylish. I, that's not necessarily heroin, is it? My point is, Hake's about to go down the road of descriptions. I do try to describe it for the audio podcast listeners. He has this, you know, black, the, you know how the blacks have this hair that's just all thick and bunchy and like it has, it can have like spikes and it almost looks like Bart Simpson except it's wild and longer and it's straight here. Hake never lived the 80s. I was, I'd lived the 80s, but it was Christian. I didn't hear ba- about Basquiat until I was like probably Basquiat, the age that Basquiat was when he overdosed, reportedly, according to Wikipedia, on, on heroin. Hake's so innocent he doesn't know what a junkie looks like. Yeah, totally could be. <laughs> I liked his answer, though. He doesn't remember. He doesn't remember where his anger came from. He's like, of course I'm angry. And he, he did a bunch of art about... I think he's kind of a propped-up affirmative action artist. And I think that he, he gained a lot of traction after he died. He didn't get to enjoy it so much during his uh, life. But he had a picture of him that... He was friends with Andy Warhol, that other guy with the weird art, with the splattery type of art, I think. Andy Warhol. Did Andy Warhol know how to make really good stuff? Kind of like Picasso knew how to make really good stuff, but then they just went with this other way. Kind of reflecting the degeneracy of their own hearts and their culture, too. The culture around them. Because the culture quit making sense. It went anti-Christian. It went anti-order. So they just, their art reflected that. I call it art. I think it's sort of interesting. You know, the music I play, the so-called Christian music I play is all mess. 90-pound wuss and all them. Noise. Some, I don't know if I've played a whole lot of noise. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he had, he had that anger and he didn't know. Didn't remember. And he did these weird smirks. I say that's possession. You, say, you guys say it's sort of drugs. What's the difference? Even when you're not on drugs, I think that just the demons come out more with more obviously because you're just, your consciousness is gone. So the demons are all, it's all demons and no consciousness. If I'm understanding demons correctly. Why is Basquiat even a topic? Horrible, says, come on, man. Come on, man, come on, man. (laughs) 
I found it interesting because he didn't remember. And do you remember where your anger, why you have anger in your heart? He made a lot of money during his life, says William. I could believe it. I looked at the replies on this video that I played for you guys. And let me know when, oh, when uh, my guest is there and when he's ready. Orson West, Kirkman Grant on X said, Anger is unnecessary. To live, you must forgive and let go. It's the only way not to go to hell or be in hell. Yeah, that's true. J- this guy, James underscore Paladin, who has this black rook emoji. I mean, not emoji. Uh, profile picture. Rook. I think it's rook, right? The horse? No, it's not. Knight. Black knight. The person who asked that question didn't deserve an answer and should not have asked the question. I was like, what? What? People say, oh, a toddler could make that stuff. 100% possessed, says Big Bump. And then we'll get to my guest. If nobody asks you about your emotions, somebody replied to this James Paladin black knight guy, that leads to suppression. Or if you don't ask yourself, ponder yourself. If that's your concern, says this Don Dre person responding, don't, you don't ask them on camera. And I'm like, why not? Why not ask them on camera? It can help other people realize something, get a little bit of light in there to question yourself, your emotions, your demons. The demons in you, possessing you. He doesn't have to answer on camera. Somebody said, oh, at least he kept it to himself in my chat. Yeah, that's fair. But it should be more widely asked of oneself. I disagree with that James Paladin guy, you know, random ex-commenter who said he should not have asked. It may feel too personal or more piercing than is comfortable, but that's a real question that should be asked more. Any, is there any anger in you? Any anger in your heart? His answer se- and his answer seemed honest, too. I don't remember. That was back in 1985, a few years before he OD'd. What a mess. Check yourself. Don't be like Basquiat. Make all making all these assumptions. Hake rambling like joggles says, come on, man. <laughs> Horrible excuse for art. It reflects the downgrading of the culture. Not a real black says in the loop network. <laughs> oh, come on. Was he Creole? Was he like a Joel Friday? Uh, Mr. Pink says, people just parroting Jesse. Yeah, some people are. Some people are. Because JLP talks about anger. But it's, he's right about that stuff. He's definitely right about that stuff. Yeah, the New York painter, Nessio. That's him. I'd never seen a, I've never seen him. I thought he was a dark black guy. I'd never actually seen this person. Hey, is there any love in your heart for beautiful Wookiees? 
<laughs> I suppose so, if there is any love at all, anywhere. He was also part Puerto Rican, says Big Bump. Yeah, uh, before I get to my guest, any, any uh, comments on this, Hassan? I feel like I would be remiss were not to ask Hassan, because he knows a little bit about this guy. Basquiat. Oh, yeah, just, uh, yeah, cool artist, cool uh, time period. This is what I was looking at, guys. Does, isn't that kind of interesting? Thanks for putting that up, Hassan. Cool time period. Yeah, like you hear about all these stories of um, them at Andy Warhol's factory. I think it was Factory 14 or something in New York. Oh. Uh. And you hear about all of different painters and artists, but also like the first uh, hip-hop DJs would come. And yeah, it was just an interesting community of all these different art forms. Yeah. And they they kind of all met at this uh at these Andy Warhol like underground parties so okay interesting time period I knew nothing about all that stuff yeah there's like a documentary there's a few films on it too but there's uh a documentary I think it's Factory 14 I think is what it's what his factory is called okay but he would throw all these Warhol. underground parties yeah Warhol was a white right yeah okay yeah uh my when I went to art when I went to my art classes, they were too busy hating on the Christian artist Thomas Kincaid. So I, I only ever heard of Thomas Kincaid, and that was where I heard of him. <laughs> Thomas Kincaid, the painter of light, quote, quote unquote, uh, very commercialized Christian so-called artist. I mean, I mean, his stuff is kind of fun, but yeah, this guy, uh, I hadn't heard of him until at least not knowingly, until more recently. And he kind of took off in uh, popularity more and more as the decades have gone on, interestingly. Yeah, and and to see how many uh, kids and how many modern artists and painters have been inspired by him. Yeah. Because uh, you see a lot of this style now. True. Um, There's a, there was a guy in my, uh, who I, I really liked. A white, a, a white guy, a couple of white guys, one in particular who, who did stuff sort of similar to this. A couple of them, actually. Malachi Ward was a guy at my school. And there was another guy, I'm blanking on his name. But yeah, uh, that, is, that is imitated a lot. Yeah, I would say him and Keith Haring are probably, yeah, the two most, uh, that have kind of inspired probably the modern... Okay. Thank you for the education, Hassan. Yes, sir. Nice. All right, guys. At long last, my guest is here. Omar. Third Rail with Omar is here with us. Thank you, Omar, for your patience here. No problem. Hello. Omar from Third Rail with Omar. The Comforter. C-O-M-F-O-R-T-E-R. The Comforter underscore one, numeral one, on X, Twitter, yeah. is back with Hake. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for hanging in there. Wearing your Alabama shirt and your Cubs. Oh, you see me already? How are you? Yeah. Am I, am I on or no? You are on. Uh, can you hear him chat? Press one if you can hear him. But, yeah. Uh, Let me see what I'm on. 
So how's everything? First, I want to apologize for running late. Um, You're fine. I actually, it worked out for me. I wanted to get to some super chats and stuff. Oh, okay, first. it was great because you know uh, the noon prayer is around twelve oh eight. Well, so I said, let me pray first. Okay. So it will be a good meeting, you know. Noon prayer. So, uh, that's your Muslim prayer, yeah. right? Yeah, I pray five times a day. So it was, was twelve oh eight because time changes. Every day changes with the the more the the daylight changes. Yeah. Yeah. Last time it wasn't this around. Anyway, how you feeling, Hake? You looking good, man. What's going on? What are you doing? Oh, I'm just getting, trying to get a little bit more sleep than you. Go to, going to bed on time early enough. Uh, yeah, last time. You exercise, sunshine. Last time, I'll be honest with you, you looked exhausted. Oh, yeah, I probably was. Yeah, your face would look good. I said, let me make him feel good. Oh, you look good, <laughs> Hake. Thank you, man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so are we on, uh, we're on, right? Okay. Y yes, indeed. Uh, first, uh, uh, oh, there you go, I am. The, the handsome looking Arab, indeed. Okay, I just, I just look at you. Well, I, I'm feeling good. Uh, thank God. I want to say hi to everybody. I want to say hi to your, to your followers on all platforms. Cool. Uh, I hope they've grown to like me after a while because I think I some my, of them do. I had my uh Trump hat, but I said I don't want to be a hypocrite and wear it. <laughs> so, you own a Trump it. hat, but you're not a you are not. No, I'm just trying to be a, a spoiler. I want to destroy the system. You understand? Because they keep on saying, oh, if Trump is elected, we're going to have a civil war. If he's elected, America's democracy is going to end. Okay, let's see how he's going to end. I want to see it. <laughs> I don't like, you know, I don't like that, uh, that, that fear mongering by the left. If you don't vote for Biden, then America is going to go to, to hell or it's going to break down into pieces. You yeah. You understand what I'm trying to say here? I do see what you're trying to say. I yeah. agree with that. Uh, yeah. You, that's one of the things I wanted to bring up with you today was, uh, do you, you I, dropped a bomb on us last time you came on the show and, uh, Frederick from Los Angeles, my caller yeah. talked about Cornell West and you said you support or supported I, Cornell West. I do. I do support. You know why I support Cornell West? I know he's not going to win, but it's a conscience vote. Um, uh, I think, he, uh, you know, sometimes we vote for the wrong people in this country. If you listen to Colonel West, you will see that he's a good man. He's a good thinking man. He's a fair man. He's a good Christian, by the way. Uh, is I mean, he? Got, he is a very good Christian. I think uh, that's... Uh, he's very religious. I'm but he's like the black you. socialist type of a Christian, right? Uh, no, but I mean, he's religious. Every time he, he has an interview, he says... Uh, he always mentions Christianity. He always mentions the, the, the Lord uh, and the goodness of, of, of Christ. And I think he should be appreciated because it's coming from a source of a person who knows what he's talking about. Not like Trump. Told, oh, we got to bring Christianity back. Yeah. But where are you going to bring it back from? Christianity is here. America, <laughs> is, a Christ America is a Christian country. And right. Why, why are we going to kill each other here? The only thing is we got we to gotta convince Christian to go back to church. That's all we got to do. You understand? Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, right, right. I, I think that Trump is more of a real guy, though, than... Um, Cornell West. Cornell West may be more less phony, perhaps, than Biden and you know these establishments types. But Cornell West, he's that type of Christianity is an imposter of Christianity, in my opinion. I, I do appreciate that. Um, I do appreciate that he set, talks about Christianity, that he's pr pro Christianity, but that's. Like, there were a lot of phonies during Jesus' time, for example, and they hated yeah. Jesus. And so I, I personally think that the Christians who hate Trump 
or who think that Trump, or the people who think that Trump is this phony, Trump is just a genuine guy. He's not necessarily all into the Bible and the Christian, Christian-y Christian thing, but he's just genuine. He treats people well. He's honest as he can be. He's real. He's genuine. What you see is what you get. I love that about him. I'm just not, a, you know, uh, I want, you know, you, you always have me on your show and I want to be as honest with you as much as possible. Yeah, is I like okay, that. Right or wrong? Of course. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, I messed up the, the thing. Um, Trump is not a Christian and he has nothing to do with Christianity. And but Christianity, wait, he says on, that he Christianity, is. Okay. No, no, no. He's just saying that. Christianity <laughs> is innocent of him. You understand? And for him to, uh, uh, to tag along to Christianity, I think he does more disservice to the religion. Because he he didn't go he he doesn't go to church he doesn't go on Sundays I never he, I mean come on guys I mean that's the, that's the most thing you could do as a Christian you could just go to church on Sunday and praise the Lord and and, and, and you know and conjugate with your fellow uh, um, Christians this man is, is but a, he does his a, rallies his rallies are kind of like meeting gathering with the fellowship of believers because you should you, you're right you should all the Bible even says don't yeah. give up meeting together. It, uh, to Christians, and, but he's always meeting up with fellow Christians and non-Christians. So you don't have to go to church to be a Christian, you know. He does he's his rallies. Christian. He meets with people a lot. He fellowships. He's a, he's a false prophet. How? Oh. Um, <laughs> what's there's, what's there's, something false that he says? There's a verse in the Bible mm-hmm. where pe- where people go to Jesus and they tell them, "Oh." Uh, Jesus, we did everything in your name. We built hospitals. We healed the sick. We did this. And Jesus said, get away from me. Get away from me. I never knew you, you vipers. Or you, something to that term. I think it's in Matthew. Yeah. Th- these are the kind of people who use God as a purpose just for political reason. Trump has nothing to do with Christianity. Uh, he He's just using it just to get the, you guys all, um, he gets you all acting up in the, yeah. those rallies, you know. Uh, Christianity is not about... Um, just said we got to bring it back. Like, what did he go out of style or something? It I, has a know. lot in a lot of ways. I have a, I had a guest earlier this week named um, uh, Jockle, Deep Left Jockle, D L J O K L is his. I saw yeah. You, yeah. YouTube, and he talked about how Christianity has come. It's very in vogue to attack Christianity. You're not one of those, but there's a lot of atheists who dismiss Christianity and they they want to say America is not a Christian nation. And yeah, I, I, I agree with you, but there's a lot in the culture that is not very Christian. You know, this Christians, right? Yeah. A lot of Christians are not very Christian and a lot of uh, They're attacking values. their own religion. Yeah. And so same with the, what you call them, the J boys. <laughs> they, yeah, many yeah, of the them, with, oh, oh, they, they take all many of them are not, they're kind of antagonistic towards Christians. Exceptions to the rule, you know. Dennis Prager is cr- pretty Christian friendly. Oh, but that's, these are the, these are the worst ones you got to watch for. These are the worst ones there yeah, because they're just in it to make profits. There are, just, yeah, you have to. It's a, it's a shakedown. They take all the Christian for the money and say, "Oh, we got come on." Could man. be. You probably have, you probably Happens. have like four houses, four houses in Jerusalem. Come on, man. Don't, <laughs> don't wait. Who has four? Wait, who has four houses in Jerusalem? Major. He make he makes eighteen million dollars a year from a nonprofit organization. Nice. What profit? I mean, this guy's. Listen. Uh huh. Not not all people who come on 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 YouTube or have these organizations say they're Christian. That that they are Christian. The right. Christians are the people that you don't hear. They go to church on Sunday. They do good. The people I know right. from my neighborhood, the people I meet as a businessman when I used to be a businessman, people are humble. Um, they don't talk a lot about their faith, but you know they're faithful. Right. You like Trump. these are the real genuine people. 
who are real Christians. Like Trump, he, do you don't hear them. him saying all this Christianese, if you will. You know what I mean by Christianese? Trump has dementia. You know that, right? They both have dementia. He has we're, dementia? We're, we're, <laughs> both, That's okay. Uh, both, both of them. You know, yesterday he was saying a lot about... um. We we got a, uh, about uh, American citizens. We put them in hotels and forgetting all our veterans. He was trying, he was trying to say figure, legal aliens. How do you figure that he has dementia? Well, he's saying a lot of crazy. If you've been listening to his speeches, he's been talking a lot of off. I don't, he, 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 miss, he he's misspeaking more often than before. A, a, a lot. He's called, I mean, like that could be. I don't know. I haven't paid attention. Well, I've been yesterday watching he stuff. was trying to say I think illegal aliens are put in hotels instead of veterans. But he was saying uh, American citizens for a long time, who've been citizens for a long time, are being put in hotels, but the veterans are not. He didn't make, oh, but that happens. Act? People misspeak, you know, JLP. Not every day. Not, not every day. And then before that, he called, he called Israel's capital Israel. And he's the one who moved the, the capital to Jerusalem. Yeah. The J, when the J-Boys gave him $100 That's million. That's not necessarily a... It may be, but it's not necessarily a sign of dementia. You know, what I want is... It's okay. But you, but you, but you kind of like... This uh, Trump running and between Trump and Biden, who Biden would, is not going to Biden is not going to get elected. You between know, Trump and, and the Democrats, who would you want the Democrats as they are right now? Who would you want president? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I, I'm not gonna vote for Biden. Yeah, and, and and I'm hoping that Biden loses. But I also don't want Trump to win. I wish they would shoot somebody. Maybe he'll pass out or go to jail or something and get a good a good real uh, Republican. Old-time Republicans who really love the country will have real conservative values, not just some guy who was a couple of years who was uh, pro-choice, pro-LBGT uh, community, right. who's yeah. pro-everything. All of a sudden, he gets elected. Well, we got to, you know, we got to get those evangelists. We got to bring Christianity back. <laughs> Christianity is there. We live in a country. Our values are American values. A source from the Christian values. The don't laws, you like? Faith. Don't you like that Trump didn't start new wars? Like, yes, he bombed Syria, but he didn't. He didn't go as far as they wanted. He didn't. He didn't go to war with Iran. You know, what under I him, like about Putin Trump? didn't uh, do anything crazy. Kim Jong Un was calming long, down. Don't you like that? As, as long as the J boys are over, running all over the White House, you guys are not gonna gonna have a country or a real country. I know, but. What, what can whatever. real Americans? What, what can Christians take over the government? I mean, what do you guys? You don't have no Christians. I mean, 130 million Christians. You can, we can't get a Secretary of State Christian. We cannot get a Treasury who's a Christian. We cannot get a, a head of the CIA who's Christian. We cannot get a head of the Homeland Security who's a Christian. Apparently, we cannot get a head of the Treasury who's a. You don't have nobody there. You, yeah, apparently nowhere. we don't have the talent, the know-how, this cunning. The trickery, the the money. Yeah, they don't have that. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the problem is yeah, that. Yeah, that's. They, 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 but I'm okay. I'm okay. As far everybody, whoever gets in there is going to have to work with um, the the Jewish people because they're they've made themselves. The J boys, the J boys, yes, the J boys. Yeah, yeah um, whatever. I don't know. J boys well, sounds what, what a little Donald bit. J boys sounds a little bit disrespectful. I, I'm a I'm a respectful person. No, but, uh, is, but yeah, uh, I, anybody who, let me make this point. Anybody who gets yeah. in there is going to have to work with them. You're going to have to work with them. And Trump works with yeah. them in a way that's beneficial for both. He doesn't, I, I, he doesn't work with them in ways that are entirely detrimental to America. You can argue that there are some things that are det detrimental. You know, oh, he violated some freedom of speech on college campuses. Like college campuses are even important nowadays. They're not. You know, they're destructive. Go ahead. Donald Trump, when he's president, he could have recruited like um, regular people, 
like um people who are uh, uh um straight instead of bringing people from uh, Golden Sachs. He brought, he brought the whole crew from from uh, Wall Street yeah. right into the White House and he was supposed to get rid of the uh the swamp. Yeah. He brought the New York City swamp with all the way in there and everybody was out for themselves. That's why his presidency wasn't successful. They were leaking a lot of stuff. They were cre- they were creating more obstacles for him than they were really helping him. You know, to the point is, he will make a decision. They'll say, okay, but never go through it. And he'll forget later that he'd said it. This is what they were doing to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't disagree with the, the swamp that he brought in when he was trying to clear the swamp. swamp. Yeah, yeah of course. Swamp, yeah. But think about it. Like, in his defense, yeah. as the swamp goes, he did yeah. some stuff that was, that was he good. And, uh, he, and, and you, have to, you have to uh, bring in some swamp because the swamp has to approve of your cabinet positions. A lot of the cabinet po- has to be approved by the Senate, and the Senate is the swamp too. And so the no, Senate, no. The Senate and, has and to he approve bro- them. He can't, appro- he he bro- can't bring somebody based to the White House. And all the people he got from Congress, like Pompeo, like the other guy, like oh, yeah. they were all, they all crooked. They, were, they all ran away in back, under a cloud of scandals. Yeah. Every single person he picked was a crook. Nobody came. I don't know. But, Let me see your name. Name me one person. Let's think. Uh, Pence. Pence is good. That's a good Christian. That's a I real Christian. Liked him. I kind of like him. I don't like it. Though I don't like he went to Israel and signed his name on the bombs that are going to kill children. Oh, uh, he did that? And, and, yeah. And he like didn't Pompeo. know that it was going to kill children. Well, Pence I mean, those bombs, Pence those bombs were, were ready to go to the, to the, you know, these are bombs that were going to get used. Yeah. And, and he was, what about and uh, Pompeo and, and Mike Pompeo, the good evangelist, he goes, he started dancing with the Israeli soldiers. I mean, it's okay to you, dance with the soldiers. That's just not, that you, just that not means, co-signing if the soldiers do something bad. Not that that means that he doesn't own himself. He's a secretary, former secretary of state. Right. A former congressman, a former head of was the Was he a CIA. congressman? I didn't know that. Yeah, he was Pompeo. a congressman. That's where he got him. Uh, he was, uh, I don't know what state I forgot uh, what state he's out of. He's another crooked individual. Yeah. Pompeo, and I mean, for you to do that, first of all, it does not look good on you. I mean, you, but, you are a diplomat by nature. I, I just don't know but, what it is. But all this stuff that you're saying, that applied to Obama, to Biden, to every yeah, I, single I, I, one. I you have told you. My point is, you have to work with these people and you know, like, give them another chance. He'll be like better him. this time. I, I, you know, Obama, I didn't like him. You know that, right? Yeah, Obama was the most ruthless president. He killed more people, but people don't know with the drones. Yep. He killed a lot of thousands of people with the drone program, and many of them, 90% of them, were all innocent civilians. Nobody says oh, that. Oh, wow. He, yeah, he is that true he though? Because you yeah. you say stuff that I don't know if it's true. Go ahead, look at you could Google everything. We are we not we live in the Google age. You I know, but I don't. I'm not want. interested in the truth, really. No, but I mean, I'm the facts. telling you that ninety <laughs> percent yeah. of the civilians that were killed under the drone program by Obama, uh-huh. who should be a war criminal, by the way, um, well, he killed a lot of people at weddings, uh, funeral procession. Uh, family gatherings. Is it so? You know, uh, Islamic culture, people get together a lot. You know, they get in groups, like 10, 20 people. And he just did all that stuff. He had a good game. He used to talk. Um, we got to have hope. You got a good chance. He's a good, he was a good communicator. That's all he was. Yeah. And his I don't know he, about, I don't know about the uh, claims really, you know, that you're making really, in terms of killing civilians and all that thing. It may be yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. It may well be I, true. No, everybody knows that. Everybody but says, but sometimes they say that. So, like the claim is, like a lot of Israelis will claim, and and Americans will claim that 
these people use human shields or they'll go among the civilians so that civilians get hurt too or so that we're less um so that we're less apt to shoot at them because we might get civilians and then yeah, obama's like you know they're doing it those civilians they know what they're doing by uh hanging around these people and they're putting their own lives at risk and so we just have yeah, to do it i just dis- i think i disavow it but that's what they're claiming for a lot of these things, human shield, the human th- shield thing. I don't you know, know it, man. You I, see, these, uh, these are feel good statements. Yeah, but uh, all of we, isn't it feel good statement for you because you're making yeah. a claim, but you weren't there. You know, you. No, what do you mean? I'm there. The guy was like what two two arms away. I mean, no, I, I'm saying you were he, you were you were here in America when this happened. You weren't over no, there amongst the crowd that got. That, that, no, but this is a fact. This is a study that was done by third uh, 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 third parties, independent uh-huh. parties. I mean, respectable Human Rights Watch, international. Uh. I mean, this is this is not the stuff where I'm. T- anyway, we're not here to defend Obama. Obama right? No, here. I'm and I'm not even trying to defend Obama. Yeah, he, I'm just trying to. More, I'm just trying no, to he, establish he was, a, that I don't he, know he the truth. A, he, he used to walk around with a list in his pocket for assassination. Who they going to assassinate? Oh, wow. Uh, Michelle, what do you think? We should get Abdul or Ali today. Which one of them? Any, <laughs> mini, any, mini, money, mo. Yeah. Oh, mo. That's it. Let's get mo. The whole idea is that. Um, is that is that a real story or are you just no, kind no, of? I'm just, no, I'm just putting a little comedy. Exaggerating. But he, yeah. But but no, but he was walking around with a list in his pocket. It's, uh-huh. a, it's a fact. He had a list of people to assassinate, and that is uh, right. dangerous because uh, under under American law, we don't assassinate people. You understand? Oh, you just know? the CIA is supposed to do that secretly yeah, they, uh, under yeah, the books. Secret, yeah, uh, indirectly. I mean, yeah. oh, so, somebody shot him, so we don't know who did it. Yeah. But not walking around with a list. The whole idea is, let me give you an idea right now. Like, what's going on right now in Israel? You, ha- we, we are arming, funding the genocidal maniacs who, of course, they are cowards by nature when it comes to fighting wars. Have turned their uh, their anger and and and, and their um, uh, toward the civilian population. They are destroying mosques, churches, cemeteries, universities, hospitals, uh, killing journalists. Uh, human. These people are. Fu- see, oh, look at the curse. Right. Thank you. These people are evil, man. We, we the world saw the Jay boys are evil. Thank but God. I'm not surprised. I thank God. I mean, if. The- if that's true, I mean, I know that hospitals and stuff are getting bombed, but they say that they're they say that the Hamas people are holed up in there. I mean, okay, three hundred schools. <laughs> I mean, uh, three hundred mosques. I it, mean, come it, on, may, it may or may not be. But they not hold it. They went to the I universities. Know that, I know that they are, they are they are deliberately destroying all elements. Oh, of, right. I have heard life that. in the region. So not. They destroyed 16 cemeteries. They came with a bulldozer and got all the dead out. These are, these are centuries for 100 years uh, they've been there. And you know what? They, the, the Jewish cemetery, they didn't touch it. It was pre-1945. Uh-huh. They lived, the Jews lived. They were Arabs. Okay. Before the, before we, you guys gave us the nut jobs from Europe. You understand? We, they were living together. Yeah. The whole idea is you, 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 you have to be honest. So that's what... That, they're, so they're purposely destroying the... Um, area right. so that it's uninhabitable so that right. there's nothing to come back to so then they can move in and build take it over. build take it over but hey um that's what happens in war you know like it's not it's not a war it's, it's, 
Well, if it's a war, if you have armies, the other side doesn't have uh, a navy. Oh, okay, Th so that's what happens with, um, let's yeah. call it domination. Like, domination, occupation. Yeah. What happened is, I'm going to tell you what it's, it is. It's, called, me, it's called taking over the area. Um, I think that Nick Fuentes said something. He called it ethnic yeah. cleansing. Um, he's like pushing it's not just killing them all but i know that you've killed like maybe thirty thousand or something palestinians yeah. which is a lot and it's also at getting them to push push down and egypt egypt doesn't want them but egypt is gonna get them according to egypt, uh, what e i heard e from egypt, this clip well uh, and right, that's you... that's the way of the old school evil world that's been around for centuries and yeah, millennia. Yeah, but it's not, gonna, it's not gonna work. Even if they put him in Egypt, it's more dangerous to Egypt. Let me tell I you what's going that. on. I understand that, yeah. Uh, the, the whole idea, the, 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 the Zionist project is failing and is ran into a wall. The whole right. objective of Zionism since the 1920s was two things. To find a safe homeland with the Jews. It's not safe. Israel is not safe, right or wrong? But all these things happening every day, right? So they failed at that. They failed... They were supposed to get a majority Jewish country. They failed. Right now, between the river and the sea, there's 7.3 million uh, Jews. And, and between the river and the sea, there's 7.3 million Palestinians. So the problem is Israel is in a quandary. They cannot have a one-state solution because the majority will be Palestinian eventually. They cannot have the Palestinians live in a second-class citizen because they'd be a fairer in the, in the eyes of the world. If you're going to deny 7 million their rights and liberties, and democratic, if you call yourself a democracy. So this is an opportunity for them to get rid of two million one time and help the, the, the population pyramid. Then it would be like, what, seven to, to, to five million. Yeah. So it is failing and it's going to fail. And I'm going to make a prediction here. And many Israeli uh, professors and scholars know that this is the end for Israel. Israel is going to end. Not, not the people going to be there. The, the, I mean, they're not going to go no place. The Israelis will the, be there, but the they, country they, they, will they, fail. The country will it, stop. It, yeah, it will fail as what it is as now as a, 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 a um, an ethno state for Jewish people. It will oh. be part of a be part of a larger country with the Palestinians, mm. and eventually the Jews will be citizens in an Israeli in a Palestinian state. Because the population tells you that. Right. The, I mean, the, population is important. The uh, demographics. There, there, I had another guest on a couple of years back, yeah. Congressman Steve King of Iowa. People yeah, call him a white supremacist. That. He yeah. said demographics is destiny. The Anglo's yeah. came in, for example, and filled up Texas. Texas yeah. used to belong to Mexico, but the the Anglo's came in and were farming and thriving. It's fifty fifty now. And uh, then we got Texas in America as America. So you might it's be just, right, but I don't think yeah. that the Anglo's of Texas. Yeah, are the same quality of people as the Palestinians because no, the no, Palestinians. Correct me if I'm wrong, but nobody really likes or or it, for in terms of these surrounding countries, they don't really like or want or trust these okay, Palestinians. Uh, Is that true? No, no, it's not that they don't trust them. Is that um? There's a lot of radicals. Do I mean terrorists? No, no. If they take him in. Then they're going to be helping the ethnic cleansing. Then they're going to be part of the ethnic cleansing of Israel. They're helping them. Take I understand them out. that point. Yeah, I'm not. I'm okay, not so I understand but that point. But what about the Palestinians themselves? What the type of people are they? Let me let me give you the literacy test. The literary uh, literacy education yeah. is ninety nine point nine percent. They're the most educated people in the world. Really? They, they have the more <laughs> PhD per capita. Look it up. I'm not making yeah, this up. Okay. They are very educated. They go to school. They have college. They are. They have the most doctors in the Arab world. PhD ratio, they have the, 
I mean, this is you're not talking about some nomads running around. They are very educated, and the purpose they are very educated because they feel oppression from Israel, so they know they have to succeed as a society to keep their life uh, going and their cause going. They not go okay. That but okay, Biden, educated or not, there's a whole lot of. Um, are they not? I see these pictures, and I get that it's propaganda, but these videos of the children being um, trained to hate the Israelis, and I'm sure the Israelis are trained to hate the Palestinians, but the Israelis, when they come over here, they kind of function and act like normal citizens. But the Palestinians, when they come to these other countries, sometimes, very often, they're radical, they're terrorists, or whatever. Uh, name me one. I don't know. Uh, I can't name, name any. The, I don't know. Nobody. But this is just what mid- I'm hearing. If you go to the Midwest, they have the most businesses, most gas stations, most supermarkets in Alabama, in Mississippi. Uh, I've been there. In Tennessee, I want to check out their places. They are very successful. They're very rich. Oh, Palestinians uh, have very those rich businesses. People. Oh, here okay. in the United States, wherever they yeah. go, they are very successful. You understand? Uh, Could in be business wise. No, they, but I, those I'm are like the, those are like the best examples. What about there like no bad? Uh, we have the freedom fighters. They have to fight for their country. Now you call <laughs> Hamas a terrorist. Uh, I don't call him. A, you see, like, I got his picture right here. You see, uh, right. Uh, 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 Hamas is not a terrorist organization under international law. Okay. It's only a terrorist organization under the United States and Israel, it says. But under uh, the United Nations, that said it last week, it's not a terrorist. It's a resistant. That's like us calling the, the what is it, the blue coats who fought the, the English here in the United States. Yeah. That's like calling our American revolutionaries as terrorists who was trying to gain independence. This is what's going on. The whole idea. Maybe, the, the maybe Z- not, man. It is. The Zionists. But you you act like the like the uh, you've told me before that the um, that they didn't go after the just the normal uh, civilians that they went after the military and I don't know if that's entirely true. What military? What, what are you you said about? that the the October seventh attack. The yeah, October seventh, okay. Hamas went into Israel. I wish I and- could play a video for you. Uh, listen, it's all uh, the, the October seventh's purpose was. To go in and get hostages and uh-huh. bring them back to uh, 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 Gaza yeah. and then negotiate to get their people out. You have people who've been in, in Israel for 20, 30 years for nothing. So they have about 10,000 people who are under political prisoners. The whole idea was, okay, we're going to get some hostages. Uh-huh. Then we're going to, uh, 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 what do you call it, negotiate with Israel. Uh, they're going to give us our guys and we give them their guys. This, is what, this was the whole purpose of the mission. What happened is... When Hamas, they collapsed. The, 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 the Israeli military collapsed. They <laughs> took 22 towns and they, and, and, and they overtook 12 compound, uh, military compounds. In three days, they took 22% of Israel. They're like, what's going on over here? Nobody's watching the place? No supermarkets here? This is what happened. Was there, did people get killed? Yes. Uh, did innocent people? Yes. Yes. Did Israel kill their own people? Of course. Did they kill the majority of the incident? Yes, and I could tell you why. Because the, the spokesman for Netanyahu he was on TV, national TV, and they told him, uh, what's the toll right now? Is it still 1,400 uh, people dead? He said, no, it's 1,200 now because we did a lot of DNA tests on the, the burnt bodies, and 200 of them were Hamas, and the rest were Israeli. Oh, now wow. the question begs itself, how did these people get burned like, to the point where you cannot recognize them? Did Hamas all of a sudden went crazy and started burning their own soldiers? And they don't have that weapons. Apaches right. have that weapon. Hellfire missiles have those uh, weapons. Uh, yeah, they burn down cars. You saw how the cars, they burn down blocks of cars. 
uh, it's called the Hannibal Doctrine. The Hannibal Doctrine is you got to kill everybody under Israeli um, military rule. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't, the, uh, the problem is that you, now you should know. I mean, you are a very intelligent person. Because let's say I may I be intelligent, into, but I'm say, not really. Let's say I broke. Let's say I broke into your house. Mm -hmm. okay? okay, I'm breaking into your house. Who is the right? Who Who is the right in the fight? Me or you? Me, if I defend myself against you, yeah. Why Why are you fighting? Because you're in my house. And you're defending what? Your home and your yeah. family and everything that you're right. Right. So you, what, what? So I'm Israel, and they say Israel have the right to defend itself. How could I have the right to defend myself inside your house? I don't have no right to defend myself. I am the criminal. I'm the one trying to take over your house. You have the right to defend yourself. I don't really. I don't. I honestly don't really care uh, because the reason I don't care is that there's been mutual fighting going on for a long time. There's been. Yeah, I yeah, heard yeah. that there's been rockets being shot at Israel. So yeah, when you have rockets like, shot at Israel, you give you're giving Israel the excuse to occupy that area. You're giving dude, Israel I'm, the excuse. So no, it, who started it? I don't know, and I don't care. And yeah, but you have to care because you're the one who's given money and I'm weapons not, to these people. Yeah, I'm not for giving the money for this. I think exactly. that they should. Yeah, I think that they should work what? it out themselves. Why are we giving him $14 billion as a reward for killing all those children and women and children? <laughs> and what are we doing here? All right. Um, yeah, I, I honestly, man. Right, what I, what no. I'm, I'm going to ask your, your, your followers. Uh, uh, I want you guys to um, listen to a guy named on YouTube. His name is Elon Pepe. I-L-A-N-P-E-P-P-E. -P -P -E. He's an Israeli scholar. He's in Tel Aviv. And once you get into that, the YouTube will give you all the... They all tell you Israeli scholars that we, they say we're wrong because we came. But there's a lot of the, there's gonna, you're going to find people who agree and disagree and know stuff and like, don't know stuff but, but on the, any the, side. The, the, I don't care the, about this issue, honestly. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but you should care because eventually it's going to come here. Well, that's why Trump in charge would bring peace back into the world well, a Trump, little bit. What he did, he, he gave them Jerusalem, he gave them the Golden High. He got $100 million from that guy in Las Vegas. What harm did it do? What harm did it What harm did it do to uh, give Jerusalem and Golden Heights? He didn't get nothing for it. He didn't get a real peace deal from Israel. He should, he should, that was a, uh, but, that was a but none of this stuff was, I mean, for the most part, this stuff wasn't he's happening. He's given under land. Trump. He, He's given land he don't own. This is Jerusalem is Arab. I know, the, but the, you, the, when the you're weak, Heights, when you're weak, when you're in a weak position like uh, like Palestine is no, in a weak position, you're gonna get dominated. That's just the way yeah, of the world. I'm saying as, but I'm saying Trump as a uh, a person who's from a third from a third country. He's not Israeli. I know has no right to give other people's land away. I know, I mean, but the powerful people dominate the unpower. The powerful the eventually they're gonna fall. We saw how weak they are. The Israeli soldiers are coward. Maybe, yeah, he you might be right. He runs around. He we'll see what happens. Carry, he can he can't even carry the the stuff that the United States gives him on his back. His legs are all wobbly when he runs. He keeps on falling, you know, because the stuff is too heavy. Who's falling? You know, the stuff they give, you know, the stuff they give him to carry to eat and all the stuff with the hats and all that. <laughs> it's, it's for American soldiers who are big and strong. They give it to him. They keep on falling down. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay. uh, let's move on to something. So, what else is on your mind, there, Hacker? So, first, of all, I am glad. I thank you for having me here. Yeah. I really do appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, uh, I want to be, you know... Before, uh, before I get to calls, I have some calls. You can call in, guys. 888-77-JESSE. Yeah, 1-888-775-3773. Let's talk about America. Um, yes. Uh, 
immigration. Was, immigration. What's your take on this immigration I, mess? I think we, uh, um, the Democratic Party has failed to protect the United. Uh, not, not even the Democratic. The, 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 our government has failed to protect our borders. I'm an immigrant, but I came here legally, and I believe in legal immigrations. I don't believe in everybody and their mother coming to the border and coming in and telling me, "Oh, I need asylum." For what? I just somebody threatened me in the neighborhood where I lived. Go in, go to a hotel, come in, come yeah. in. People don't understand the majority of these uh, uh, of these immigrations are coming through the entry points, not through sneaking around uh, 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 in the gates. Thousands upon thousands. All they have to do is show up and say that they they want an asylum. Uh, they are under the uh, uh, they are under dangerous uh, uh, situation. If they go back to their country, and what we're doing is we have to change the law. Trump had a good idea. The good idea was is okay. You want to apply for asylum? You have to stay in Mexico. Then once your application come up, then we tell you yes or no. What did that serve? First of all, you don't go inside the country and roam around and never show up. Your court show up. That happens a lot, I hear. Yeah, come in there, have a girlfriend, have a baby. Then you have like three American citizens run around. By the time you get to your applications, uh, it's a mess. Yeah. And no country could be a country without secure borders. I mean, I, I'm just saying that. I know it sounds like talking points from the, the Republican Party, but it's, uh, you have to be honest. After a while, you got to be honest with it. In New uh, York, have you seen, do you get out much that you've seen the, the I, I don't go, migrants? I, I live in, well, I live in Brooklyn. I've been seeing them all my life. And so oh, okay. you go to Home Depot, but the ones that are getting bussed over there. Have you seen any I of them? I haven't I've seen them personally, but I've okay. seen them like on, on TV and right. YouTube and things of that nature. But you have to understand, like if I go to Home Depot, there's like 30 right in front of Home Depot, 40 of them. Yeah. You know, trying to get a job, like they get daily jobs. Oh, so it's just like here in California. They're yeah, the, they, they the day the, workers, yeah, they, day laborers. Yeah, they have oh, certain areas where they hang out, like in the outskirts of, of a street and things, like they stay all over there. Yeah. And people come pick them up with van. They make good money, like $100, $200 a day. Uh-huh. Um, one time, I one time I went to a, I wanted to work for Delhi. I could not convince them to come. I say instead of staying here all day in, in front of the sun, one day you get a job, one day you don't come work as a Delhi man. You get to eat free. You get good. They would do it. I was looking at it. I said, "Are you crazy? You stay here all day like waiting for the ice to pick you up instead of working in a in a store, AC." In the winter and heat in the, and, 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 I mean, in the AC in the summer and, and heat in the winter, you get paid, you get to eat free. I mean, that's life. And they wouldn't do it. So in, that on it? that sense, Trump is the man for the job. But he didn't do anything. You see, this is the... Is he, he did stuff, come on. But anyway... Uh, More Muslims came in under his uh, presidency than the other... Uh, oh, we got the Muslim ban. No, right. Nobody got banned. I saw so many people come in from my country. It's unbelievable. So is the that a good thing? thing? Is, he didn't ban nobody, so he's lied to you. You know, he banned the people who won the lottery. You know, the, the, the visa lottery. Uh-huh. Poor people, you know, they, they were on transit. Yeah. They sold their homes. They sold everything they owned. Yeah. They're in transit in France uh, coming in. He signs the thing. Then they have to go back and wow. owe so much money and they don't have no place to go back. Is that true? It is I true. didn't know. I never heard that before. I'm telling you, the Yemeni who went the, the, the visa line, we tried to... I'm laughing, tried, but we, if... I mean, if that's no, true, no, we, that's, we went to, I don't we went envy to their Pelosi. situation. No, we did. The Yemeni community, we went to... To Pelosi, we went to the Congress and we spoke. They said they can't do nothing about yeah. the law. The president is the law. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that um, 
Trump, what he does is he signs uh, that big uh, paper with the, it looks like buildings. His signature look like buildings, like uh, skyscrapers. And he goes in front of you. Look, as soon as they take it out, they throw it right in the garbage. The, his uh, his aides, every single uh, presidential executive or majority had no teeth. It was uh. just showmanship. Donald Trump, you know, I feel sorry for him when they find him guilty for the for his uh, real estate. Uh, yeah, they say the New York over, thing. That's, that's what you do. You overvalue yourself as a real estate. Right. I mean, he's, he's doing what he's supposed to do. Yeah. I mean, I'm in New York. I've been in New York. I tell you, you know, I rent the places. As soon as you go in there, listen, we got like 20, the buses that go from there, the subways. A guy just came here and offered us $10,000. But I'm going to give you what, you know what, for 7000 because you look like a nice guy. Uh -huh. It is a hype, man. He has to hype his property. Right. And I think that's a bad deal they gave him. Yeah. That's the, I disagree with that 100%. And I hope they overturn it. And they're just trying to bankrupt him and take his buildings. In New York City, I, I think, think that's, that's. I think there's a lot I, I of truth to that. I don't like that. Yeah, that's what people hype their property in real estate. Right. You understand? If I go to the bank, I own this house here. My house is worth about three hundred and thirty thousand, right? Nice. If I go to the bank, I'm like, listen, um, what's the value of it? It's about five sixty, five hundred sixties, give or take. Yeah. They know what the value is. Yeah. You have to hype the thing. He's a hype man. Right. That's, that's why he's successful. And stuff does sell for all kinds of different prices depending yeah, on the situation. Yeah, it's up to you. If you don't like it, don't buy it. Yeah. And the banks, you don't have to lend them money. You, you could you could send people to assess. They know what the value of the properties are. Right. You could send people to do it. This did not make any sense. Not one dollar was lost. Nobody <laughs> lost it. Yeah. Nobody got, it was not a crime. What was yep. the crime? He hyped his property? Oh, my Everybody does that. Right. Everybody says, um, oh, I got the most beautiful girlfriend. And she's got, like, glasses on and she's filthy <laughs> and stinky. You understand? But you're hyping her up. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, I'm going to, I'm going to, he got a bad deal on that. And I think they, they should overturn it and stop trying to take the guy's properties and call $400 million. For what? Yeah. The banks got their money. Nobody lost money. Okay. He, he did tell the banks to get a good rates i will do the same thing if i could get a good rates so i would say oh my building is worth about the 100 million dollars but they still got paid nobody got nobody got hold got caught holding the bag yeah you understand the only thing he did wrong remember he had the university yeah that's wrong that's that, that was stuff university that was what what happened with the universities trump university remember oh trump tried, university that, that that was a fraud uh, i don't know i think not. that that's i think that the there's always going to be people who are grateful and, in, and ungrateful and pretend like they were suckers when it was in a, for a lawsuit. A no, no, not only it was in a university. It was I, not accredited. I know, but people just call yeah. stuff stuff. No, we it's have to. Prager, we, Prager University. Hey, hey, Pra hey, brother. Listen, we listen. To, Prager University. Be, uh, you ever heard of Prager University? Prager? Prager University. What, the guy, the, the Dennis guy? Dennis Prager has Prager U. The guy's a crook. No, the no, no, but crook. regardless of, of yeah. whether you're calling him a crook or not, I don't know why. He just but, Zion is crook, yeah. yeah. Okay, but Prager U, you ever heard of Prager U? Yeah, I, I know it, that that's it? not an actual university. It's not. It's, They'd make some... But it's not pretending to be an actual university. It's just called that. So Trump yeah, University, he, same thing. Yeah, yeah, but he, but he had students from poor areas come. And they gave them loans, uh, hundred thousand, sixty. You know, they were uh -huh. they were getting loans. Okay. And and, they, and these degrees are not accredited by any. Even if they got it, they will come out and. But like you don't go for the degrees. You go for the skills that you gain. You go for the life no, skills. Uh, okay. Right hey, or wrong? Hey, in life, we have to be fair. We cannot love a person to a point where we see you no know, no 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 flaws. 
We got to call it. I see flaws, but I I see flaws in Trump. But this Trump university thing is a flawed. Yeah, I've never. I don't believe that to be. I I think you guys are are falling for people who have a victim mindset. He he paid twenty five million dollars. He had to pay. It was a that doesn't matter. That doesn't prove anything. Okay, lawsuits. We you you and I both know that lawsuits don't prove anything. Lawsuits can be unjust. People. His his foundation. Trump Foundation. what about he, was it? Using, he used the funds to buy a, a, a portrait of him for $20,000. He was using it for a legal uh, problem. I mean, it was like a piggy bank for him and his kids. Why and not? It's a, found, it's a foundation to help the poor or something. It's not for you. But you see, can't you're you do defending it? For, it. How, do you, how do you know? That's where it's set up as in New York City. It's a nonprofit foundation to help certain uh, people. He's taking donations from people. But, I, I mean, I don't know this, this whole story, nor well, do I care. You know what? And because be- because these people are the people who are going after him, their yeah. motivation is to take him down because he tells down, the truth. He, no, you see, he's uh, a challenge in, to them. Well, when you're in politics, you're, you're going to be dealing with a lot of crazy, dirty people yeah. trying to for opposition. Right. But if you have, but if you have a lot of baggage, it's their right to show it because they're trying to get rid of you from the, from running. I know, for but anything. this is not even real baggage. Nobody falls for this. But it's a, he's an honest, say, gen- generous let's say, guy. Let's say I had, people let's can say I, people can say, "Oh, he misused funds." Whatever. No, no. Okay, I could say. <laughs> let's say I set up a GoFundMe for Saint Jude, right? Uh huh. Me, Omar, right. Omar, the Third Rail, you know, donate uh, foundation. People donate. I got like a two, three, four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Right? I'm supposed to give it to who? To Saint Jude, right? Supposedly, instead, I don't know. Maybe. No, no. That's the objective. I'm telling you, that's what it is for. Right. That's what I, you know, it says right there, big lines. The third rail, taking donation for St. Jude for <laughs> yeah. to help poor. Better, I'm going to the Bahamas, going to Aruba, using it. Going to get a massage in Florida, um, buying me some stuff. But his money is shopping. not from people's donations. His money is from all kinds of different investments and no, all no, kinds no, of no, things. No, no, his money is different. This was this this, don- this foundation whole purpose, sole purpose was to do good. Uh-huh. Not it's not for him. He. Under under New York law, he cannot use it for private use. It's a very it's a five hundred one c. So I know, but five hundred one c threes have like employees who get paid. There's all kinds yeah, of yeah, different but, things uh, but, that get set aside. He bought a portrait of himself for twenty thousand dollars. Whatever, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you, you don't defend anything Trump does. This it's not that I'm defending it. I just don't you buy just it. Did. You did. I just told you that. The I shrugged it off. I didn't defend it. I shrugged it off. No, no, I, I just told you. The three hundred fifty-three million dollars is wrong. It's a it's a hit job on right. his property. Yeah, because people hype their their property. I mean, he has to do that. Yeah, you know, he's, I know he's that. Selling, he's a he's a musician. He's trying to sell you his condos. <laughs> you know, and he's trying to get the highest price he can for it. Anybody does. You understand? Yeah. Uh, and he's not. And he's the, not a the point is, the point is, the media is not going to tell us the whole the real story. The prosecutors are not going to tell us the real story. The plaintiffs who are suing him are not going to yeah, tell us the us, real story. But we, but we so you're not going to get the real story. Why should you even care about this? That's that's between him and, and the people who donated. Period. Yeah, you, did you donate uh, you know, to Trump University? Nah, I, I would give Trump a quarter. Yeah, so you then know? you don't... Who cares? If, if, I, if I go into a Trump building, I'll make sure I have no money on me or checks on me. Because <laughs> so he, he'll he probably sell me something I don't want to buy. He's a good salesman. Nice. That, you yeah. I mean, I mean, he's, uh, let's see, we got to give him credit for that. That he he talks big, he you know he sells unsellable stuff. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, when, once he got into gonna, politics, did you, did you buy his shoes? 
I don't buy it. Aren't those awesome looking shoes? <laughs> Come on, man. He's the president, the former president of the United States of Hawking Sneakers. I want to get to some calls. Let, let's get to the callers. I want to see yeah. if they're going to come down on me. Now, Denny in Bulgaria. Denny in Bulgaria has been on hold for quite some time. And he, he maybe, this isn't necessarily Trump related or what you have been talking about. Denny in Bulgaria, right. thanks for calling and holding. You're live, though, with Omar and Hake. Good evening, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. How yeah. are you doing? Doing well, Hi, thank you? you. Glad to hear. I'm not calling about any Trump-related things. Yeah. I, as you said, Mr. Haig, I'm from Bulgaria, Europe. I'm not yeah. much into politics in the United States. I'm calling because you had a very interesting, uh, like always, uh, very interesting show yesterday. And there was this guy, I, I, uh, forgive me, but I don't remember names. I'm just bad with names. Um, and there was this comment, I, I'm hearing it here and there about Africa civilizing Europe yesterday. And I just wanted to talk about that, if, it's, uh, if you don't mind. Sure, yeah, bring that in. Civilization well, um, well, is important quick. to us, kind of. Say again, please? Civilization and history are kind of important, honestly, even though I don't know anything about well, them. Glad to hear. Yeah. Yeah, glad to hear. You're not wrong about that. And uh, afterwards, a few words about Christianity, because I, I heard uh, the Today's show as well. Uh, so, uh, long story short, I heard about the Moors, quote-unquote Moors, uh, Middle East, and so on and so forth. First of all, Africa never civilized Europe. Now, uh, in all fairness, they there there were Moors, and, and they did rule part of uh, Iberian Peninsula, which is modern-day Spain and Portuguese, that's and us. southern uh, Italy, which was Sicily. That's but awesome. that's not Europe. That, ah. That's like me from Bulgaria telling people mm -hmm. that I'm Danish or Swedish. It, it doesn't work like that. Just because we're from the same continent doesn't mean we are the same people. Yeah. I'm Slavic, can I, not a Scandinavian. Can I answer him when you finish? Uh, I'm answer him. Okay. okay, sounds good, Omar. Okay, the, the Renaissance, uh, uh, Europe was in the it was in, uh, medieval time, it was uh, at that time. The Renaissance for Europe came from Spain, the Arabs and the Muslims. From the uh, uh, the philosopher, uh, I give you the name Ibn Khaldun, uh, uh, Ibn Sina. They have different names. These are the one who awakened the, the the Renaissance in Europe from the 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 Spain from Arab philosophers, Muslim. I'm, I'm not Arab. Muslim philosophers and, and mathematicians and geometry. Europe was awakened at that time. Europe was killing women because they say they were witches. Oh, nice. they were still painting their faces. With, yeah, they were still painting their faces with colors and stuff like that. Nature. Um, uh, they were surf surfing them. They, they didn't even own themselves. But the Renaissance, uh, the Renaissance came not... out of the Renaissance came out of uh, 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 out of Spain for Europe. Really? Everybody knows that. Yeah, everybody knows that. You're not entirely wrong. Uh, you're not entirely wrong, but that wasn't what I was referring to. The Renaissance yeah, came uh, way uh, way later. Yeah, the 1400s, yeah. after the 1400s, uh, 1500s. Yes, but we're not talking about that period. I yeah. don't know if you were uh, able uh, to uh, hear uh, Mr. Uh, Haig's program. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yesterday, somebody I, said the I'm Moors civilized sorry. Europe. Yeah, uh, I, I couldn't hear the gentleman. Uh, his last sentence, may, is, it, is it okay for him to repeat that? Oh, repeat what you, what you said at the last moment there, uh, Omar? No, I said I didn't hear the yesterday show, so I'm going to listen to him. Uh, oh, okay. And then finish, yeah. I understand. Yes, uh, thank you. 
so I wasn't referring to the Renaissance that I was talking about way before because he highlighted uh, Europe and uh, ancient Greece and ancient Rome, which was way before the Renaissance. And he highlighted that ancient Greek philosophers and Roman philosophers went to Egypt to study about you know, different yeah. things, which is true. But Baghdad, then again, yeah. this was, uh, this, uh, you know, different nations were aware of one another's existence. But to say that uh, they civilized Europe is simply wrong. Uh, I don't know where Omar is because I know him only from the Hague, uh, from the Hague uh, report. I'm, I'm from Mr. Yemen. The Hague told me, say again, please. I'm from the Yemen. You know Yemen? He's Yemeni. Yes, I do. Yeah. Yes, yes. But I know where Mr. Hake is from. He he told me I'm, uh, a while ago. And to say that the more civilized Europe is to say that Mr. Hake is an Eskimo because he's from <laughs> North America. You know, it doesn't work <laughs> like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, just because a few people from a certain continent did something at a specific part of another continent doesn't mean that, you know, the whole picture is like that. The whole picture is very different. And I just yeah. wanted to go that to you know to to highlight that because it's it's wrong information. As for the Renaissance, uh, Europe, because uh, I I would like to thank you for highlighting that. This is very interesting, and Renaissance is one of my favorite topics. The reason it was so beautiful, and you can see a lot of those sculptures and statues and paintings even today. I have seen many of them myself, of course. Mm. The reason it was so beautiful is because the brightest minds and the greatest talent the world mm. had to offer back then was mm. collected in one place. You're not wrong about that. Some yeah. of them were from Africa. Some of them were from the Middle East. Back yeah. then it wasn't called the Middle East because the map wasn't yeah. as it is today. The map was yeah. smaller. Yeah. So they yeah. didn't it's call it the Middle East. No. But this was the beauty of it. The brightest yeah. and the, the, the most talented people were there. And that's why it's so beautiful. Uh, yeah. With Mr. Hague's permission, of course, I, I may even uh, forward you a few pictures of a few statues and paintings uh, on Twitter or some somewhere else. Nice. Uh, so that you can see them yourself. They are breathtaking. I, I guarantee you that if you go to, uh, well, I don't want to, <clears throat> you know, uh, put the names of museums here and there. I'm not promoting anything, but if you go to specific locations in Europe, in Italy, in Spain, in uh, France, in Germany, uh, you will you will basically have to spend one day in each museum, and I don't think that even this will be enough because this is the result of the brightest minds, and it's beautiful to see. Yeah, I, I, I want to I want to ask you a question. Um, Spain, yes, uh, Arab, Arab Spain, before the Spaniard took over Spain, it was the most educated, most. Uh, uh, up-to-date area where they had the, they had the libraries libraries they had pools which part again cent- i'm sorry uh, uh the arabs in spain the arabs when they arabs spain, in spain yeah okay they were the yeah they had the most uh 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 uh, uh we call it, i don't know how to put the word as um elite society in that continent or the arab continent or the muslim world uh, they had these the, the libraries. They had education. They had mm. philosophers. Freedom to say whatever you want uh, and things of that nature, and that affected Europe. Infected Europe, uh, and the Arabs and the Muslims took 
Greek philosophy and, and and saved it and translated it instead of you know how 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 certain uh, 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 groups conquer a country and they destroy everything they have. The yeah. Arabs were very different. They used to come in and, and observe that culture and translate it and and own it. That's what Rome that? did with Greece, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the yeah, ISIS yeah, wasn't yeah, like that. ISIS destroyed a whole bunch of people, and so that was an intelligence was uh, talking about. operation. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, go. I'm sorry. Was, uh, yeah, thank you. He's not wrong about that, but the thing is that, for example, uh, your caller yesterday mentioned the Dark Ages in Europe. Well, the Dark mm-hmm. Ages were called the Dark Ages because Europe was cut off. They were cut yeah. off from the uh, from basically every route, and this was yeah. due to the Arab and Muslim invasion. And yeah. in all fairness, he's right about that. Mr. Omar is correct about that. Yeah. They really influenced, and not only they influenced, they, they tried to improve what they found, but truth be told, they really wanted to, because they did have the knowledge. I mean, yeah. we are all using Arabic numbers, right? At least I yeah. am. I assume you gentlemen are using them as well. <laughs> yeah. But my exactly. point is that they wanted to do it in Europe because there was absolutely no way for them to do it yeah. in the, at the moment, what's called the Middle East. and. Yeah. That, that part of Africa, because it's way better to improve the European views and yeah. cultures yeah. Th- than to establish it other way, uh, in another area. It's simply easier when you have something to work with. Yeah. And, and truth be told, they really did a remarkable job. They were yeah. amazing scientists, even in 9th century Baghdad, which was before the time that you are referring yeah, to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Baghdad was like the center of, of education. People used to go to school there from all over the world. Did you know it that algorithm, what you got in your computer right now, is, a, is, a, is a, after a, a Muslim scientist, mathematician, mathematician, who discovered the algorithm and algebra. Nice. Your computer right now will not work without his. Uh, his so algorithm and algebra is because it came from Al Qaeda. The, the name of the guy is Algorithm. The guy who. Oh, okay. Guy, nice. Who discovered that? I was the the Muslim. Medicine, yeah, medicine. A guy named Ibn I don't know how they call it in English. Was a Muslim. He's the first one to talk about mental health issues. Who's a doctor? You know things of that nature. Um... They were more so like the white told, Muslims. Huh? They were more like the told, white Muslims? Go ahead. No, no, no. no Arabs. We, we're white. Arabs are white. Right. Yeah. Nice. We are white. Truth be told, if you lived yep. in that no, area no. at that time, it's not surprising you should talk about mental health issues because that's when the craziness started. Although yeah. they were people were always crazy all, all over yeah. the planet. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. That was my basic point because to, to say that, you know, Europe uh, was civilized by Africa <clears throat> is to, to say that Mr. Omar is Chinese because he's from Yemen. <laughs> I mean, uh, it, it, okay. It, yeah, technically, I, I it's the same continent, but it, it doesn't work like that. Because Yemen is in and Asia, huh? It's considered an Asian country? Yeah, near East. Near it? East. It is. Okay. But, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. So, and, uh, so Al, from, Al from Tennessee, who called my show yesterday, was mistaken? He wasn't mistaken. She was misguided. Oh. Interesting. Well, see, see there's, how smart. There's a difference. Uh, how smart the answer? Yeah. Yeah. That's a smart. That's a man. That was. I was. I was surprised to hear that stuff from Al from Tennessee. Al from Tennessee, because Al from Tennessee was making the claim that the Hebrews were black, 
Jesus yeah. was black. Well, they uh, probably was. The Hebrew were probably black. Because I don't think Hebrews Jews built those pyramids. Ethiopian. Uh, yes, if I may say a few things about that as well. Yeah, please. There are graveyards and, and researched graveyards. Back then, people looked very similar to, to what people look now, these days, in that region. So you see those people today, that, that's basically how they looked back then. That's right. And Jesus also like Jesus, me. when he was... Right I'm sorry, Mr. Omar. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, I appreciate you. You're absolutely right. What you're saying is, is honest uh, uh, observation, and I really appreciate that. Go ahead, my friend. I apologize for uh, disturbing Thank you. Okay. Thank you. And uh, when Jesus was alive, he was a very, very average-looking person. He looked exactly the same everybody else did. And I'm not saying it because I was alive back then. Obviously, I wasn't. Yeah. But if he was significant in any way, if he was let's say, taller or shorter uh, or yeah. different body shape, Judas would have been able to provide an accurate description. This was 2,000 years ago. It's not like people yeah. didn't know how to speak back then. They did. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. but nobody was able to provide an accurate description. So this is where the kiss of Judah comes from. Because Jesus looked like everybody else. And in the general, region. back then, people looked exactly like that, like they do today. So, so in that region, is that region sort of a little bit more tan, brownish, olive skin? Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. And not to mention the man was a carpenter. There wasn't home office back then due to COVID. Yeah. The carpenters worked outside. And so, of course, uh, he was tan. He wasn't neither Slavic nor Scandinavian. Yeah. He was yeah. a very normal, standard, average-looking Middle Eastern man. That's, that's how they yeah. all were w back then. With, 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 with olive skin. Yes, although yeah. that in today's well, like, language that that yeah. means a very different thing. But definitely, he was tanned and everything. He was just normal looking guy. Okay, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. if I may have a few minutes, may I say a few things about Christianity? Yeah, please. Uh, I am a Christian, an Orthodox Christian, Eastern Orthodox Christian, and yeah. I truly believe. And uh, ever since I was maybe seven, uh, I've studied different aspects of history, different aspects of mythology, because I'm fascinated by them. I don't live by them, but I just find mm -hmm. them interesting. And Christianity was the biggest exorcism, from my point of view, possible. Because before that, if you, if you just spare a weekend of your time and read Scandinavian mythology, Hindu mythology, Greek mythology, those quote-unquote gods, Mm. were terrible people. I mm. wouldn't even talk to any of them, let mm -hmm. alone worship them. Those were complete nut jobs. If any of them were, every single one, if any of them were alive today, at best they'd be in jail because they did horrific things. They were completely crazy. Yeah. Uh, and, and just read the mythology, you will know what I'm talking about. However, yeah. God has always been around. And his yeah. principles are eternal. Now, what does Christianity teach us? Forgiveness and love. Mm -hmm. Okay, those are universal principles. Mm -hmm. We have an eye to eye and tooth for tooth. Well, how is that working? We're obviously not good because there are issues. We have another option where you have to lie to, you know, quote-unquote non-believers. Well, that, that one isn't working well either. So God's principles are eternal. And this is what Christianity teaches. This is why, well, I was born a Christian, to, 
quote-unquote born because I was born in an Orthodox Christian family, but that's why I've never really considered changing religion or anything because I already had it. Yeah. It's a pretty good teaching. And so far, it's, it's the best and, I guess, the only one we have. That's how and I feel about honest, mine, too. Go ahead. Yeah. And to be honest, I don't see any other option. If God has something else planned, well, I guess he will tell us in time. But for now, this is it. Nice, man. I appreciate it. It's good to hear from you, Denny in Bulgaria. Well, it's from good Europe. to hear uh, from you as well. And gentlemen, I apologize for taking so much time. I, normally, I'm trying to keep it short. I would like to uh, wish both of you, your colleagues and your audience, all the best. And uh, God be with you. Thank you, man. You Thank too. you very much. God bless. Bye. Bye. Denny in Bulgaria. I have another yeah. caller here um, that I'd like to get to. Mark in Los Angeles has a question for Omar. Mark, thanks for calling and holding. Uh, You're live with Omar, if you can hear me. Yeah, I can hear you. Thank you uh, for taking my call, Hey, uh, I just I have one basic question and a comment. Do you believe that the Holocaust happened in Germany? This is for Omar. Uh... <laughs> Uh, I think some form of, uh, of something happened, but not uh, to the numbers they say, and I don't think so. Because when I saw all these lies about October 7, I kind of say, um, if they lied about that, I'm, eh. <laughs> because I don't think, it, uh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to get anywhere on YouTube. Right. You know, it's a very sensitive subject. Do I think the numbers uh, that I don't, that's, uh, I don't think that the six, the 600 reason, the 6 million reasons, you know, we're going to talk right now in, 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 with it's not realistic that that it happened like that. I okay. Think, you know, I, okay, I got you. The yeah, next question is: Do you condemn the Nazis? Stay close to your phone, Mark. You're coming in. It's like there's wind in your line, so you're coming in quiet. Is that better? Much better. Thank yeah. you. Go ahead. Okay. And the la the second question is: Do you condemn the National Socialist Party? Uh, uh, where? where? In Germany. In Germany, under under the uh, Third Reich. Yeah, I think I, I think Hitler was a maniac. I think he destroyed Germany, and he destroyed uh, G uh, Germany had a lot of potential. If he was patient, in, in twenty years after that time, uh, Germany would have been the most powerful nation on earth. But he was okay. not patient. He, he had no Got sense of. And okay, he was let kill me us ask you this: uh, if I could, um, yeah, do you do you agree on Hitler's view of the Jews? Uh, what view? I, I, we don't have no proof that he said anything about Jews. He never said anything. What he said? Well, in, the, in his book, my, in his book, Mein Kampf, he do, he describes you know Jewish communism, the Bolshevik Revolution, and his and reasons he, he, for well, he was against communism. Against uh, you see, I didn't read the book, but you, you, I just learned a lot from what you said. He was against communism. That the Bolshevik Revolution was mostly Jews in, in Russia, so maybe he saw right. that as he and he hated communism more than he hated the. He just thought they were the messengers of that uh, 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 viewpoint, right? I, I'm not here to okay. defend this guy. I, I think he was a maniac. Because he, uh, he destroyed himself and destroyed his country, and, and thank God. Well, that's the okay. That's the politically correct thing to say. He yeah. sided with Islam. Hitler did, and Islam yeah. sided with him. Now you want to try to pretend like that never happened? That's fine. That's fine if you well, want to I mean, pretend. Uh, I mean, I mean, really? Do you think he was going to save us? I mean, he, he was talking about the perfect being. I mean, we're we're not blue eyes and blind hair and six feet tall. No, but there was an alliance between the Third Reich and the Islamic world at the no, time I, of World War Two. 
And that can't be denied. He no, met with I'm a, uh, the I'm Muslim deny it. With who? With what country? There's no. There was no Arab countries or Muslim countries. Well, okay, you're going to say Iran's not Arab. I understand, but the yeah. Shah, the first Shah of Iran was pro-national yeah. socialist. Um, I can't give yeah. you all the names, but yeah, I, I don't do know about know. that. I, I, I'm going to tell you one thing: that uh, Turkey, the Ottoman Empire, was an ally of Germany in World War One, and they lost the war, and they lost. Then they lost the empire. Mm. As a uh, because they 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 sided with Germany and Germany lost the war World War One, and then they just cut off its empire into pieces because they lost the war. So yes, uh, Muslims were pro Germans in World War One, World War Two. Maybe they had some relationship uh, 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 where they were afraid of the immigration of Jews to Jerusalem, or whatever, something of that nature. But there was no real Arab entity. They were all colonized. So they, they they had no uh, free will to to make any relationship with Germany or the German uh, power. They were all under occupation, under under British occupation or under French occupation. Okay, after World War II ended, the original Shah of Iran had to step down. He was dethroned because of his support of the Third Reich. Now you could yeah. say the Iranians are not Arabs. I don't no, believe I don't know. that, that's but a... if you want to say that, that's fine. They no, are Muslims, deny they're a nation, I, I, Islamic not, nation. Honestly, my friend, I'm not going to deny it or say because I don't know. So I got to look at it later. Well, I know. If, okay. Okay. So my, well, my mean, question... It is, it, is, it is what it is, then. If you know, then it is, it is. I mean... So, I mean, so then, is there? would you say that there is a uh, an unspoken brotherhood between Hamas and the National Socialist Movement. Are they brothers under the skin? What's the... National Socialist, he means the Nazis. Right. Oh. Okay, let me tell you what's going on over here. I think Hamas is a friend with any movement that's willing to help them at this moment of need. The okay. Arabs and the Muslim movements, like the Palestinian Liberation Organization, uh, they had a great relationship with the Irish IRA, because they used to help train them against the British uh, in Northern uh, Ireland. That's why you see Ireland uh, fighting for the Palestinians every day, because they had that relationship. Um, but uh, historically, I'm going to tell you something. The, the races were broken into three races. There's the Mongolian, and there was whites, and there was black. We right. happen to be white, according to uh, uh, American law. We are considered white, legally. I'm white. When I go to the census, I have to put white. Mm. And so we try to get Middle East, but they say, no, Jenna, you're white, whether you like it or not. Wow. Well, that, I disagree with that. No, I, I understand what you're saying. It's true. I have issue, but you know I what I have issue with these movements? Uh, let me tell you, I'm, since we're talking about them, I don't, especially in the United States, these are um, America first movement. They are not organized good. I mean, to, to rent a truck, uh, a furniture truck, and go to the middle of a city and start marching with fucking, oh, excuse my language, with brown shirt and a tie, that's not the way to do it. You need to uh, organize as a political force. You need to educate if you want to advocate for white people or you see that white people are being replaced. Do it, do it the right way. Don't scare people with these trucks and these marches and, 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 and these masks. You are scaring potential allies. 
You right. need to organize uh, and make a political party and educate. Go to Vermont. Vermont is 94.3 white. Let's see how you do over there. Take over the state legally. But when I see them in trucks, they're walking around and marching. I'm like, I get scared. I'm like, ooh, ooh what the hell? Are these these people going to kill me? That's, <laughs> they scam. It is. They scam yeah, people yeah. away. No, I, I hear you. They, they, it's like, well, you know, somebody, they want to show off, they do their little march, then they go back home to their mother's basements, because I know they're probably all failed guys. Uh, the whole idea is you got to create a political party, not even a political party, even within the Republican Party. You have to speak the right language, you have to attract a lot of allies and a lot of friends. Don't scare potential allies, and don't scare even whites. Whites are against you, not us. Most whites are against each other. So... <laughs> okay. What I you know, don't I'm under- reading the chat. I'm I'm laughing at something oh, else. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> okay, but can I? Uh, I wanted to ask Omar something. Um, why would any Islam- Muslim person want to come to this Christian nation? Uh, for what reason? What you, we're not Muslims. We're not going to become Muslims. So why are okay. you here? Economic opportunity. That's, That's bogus. You mean you can't make it in your wherever you're from? You couldn't have made it. The poorest, you couldn't uh, financially supported yourself. Nope. I don't believe you. I, I think he could yeah. have. I think he could have. Well, I think he can. probably would have done fine. Don't but Google it. But three hundred, two hundred thousand died from. from I, I, uh, I don't think that's an entire. I don't think it's a bogus answer, Mark. I think that America is open Listen, for I, I, open for exploitation of the uh, economic opportunities. We're, o- right we're open now. for it. Okay, I, I just came from where, where I came from. I, I I used to be a farmer. My family was farming. Not, we have a we have land. We have a lot of land. We had cattle. We had camels. Yeah, but we had no money. We had no cash. We don't know what cash was because we ate. So off you the had land. to come, you had to feed off the Christians. You have to come here and feed off us because you uh, guys can't make it. Actually, I'm not feeding off you. I, I created my opportunities. I became a businessman. I became successful. Yeah, you came I, here to do it though. You but came I was to not a giving, Christian nation. You, you said, no, and, hold up. You said, no, no, you said you was feeding me off. You never gave me a dollar from your pocket. You never gave me anything. I made but myself his point, his Right, but his point is you came to a Christian nation to be to have these business Only opportunities. I'm helping you. I'm helping conserve your values. Right now, have the Christians, are, they don't even know if they're men or women. You understand? You have all these issues. The LB well, issues these people up. that you're speaking of aren't Christians. But let me just well, they're, say they're all, they're all Christian. They're mostly whites. Yes, my friend. <laughs> well, they're Gentiles. There's a difference between being a Gentile well, they're, they're former Christians, be, right? Well, we're, we're protesting. Gentile we're, we're, and Christian we're protesting, are not We're protesting at schools against uh, the indoctrination of our children. We forced the school in Dearborn, Michigan, not to teach this LBGD community stuff. We forced the school in Maryland not to do it and give right. us an opt-out. By force, we went there and said, listen, nobody's going to go to school and nobody's going to go to no place. You got to give us an opt-out, an option. If you want to do it, do it. If not, or not. Right. My friend, you see, you, you seem to understand that America is not a Christian country right now. So for you to say we had to come to a Christian country, America is a secular uh, country. It does not believe in... in, in, in secular. Christianity yeah. is almost like a secondhand thing. A matter of fact, they attack Christianity. Right. Christians are attacking their own uh, religion. Yeah. Well, yeah, I I agree with all that, but I, let me just I, say I this. Value. I, 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 let I me just let me just let, uh, let me one more thing. Go ahead. I rather have I rather have Christian values to live under than secular values. Is that secular good? values not for you? Christian. See, he he's Christian friendly, Mark. He likes Christian values above yeah, the secular values all, that's being pushed down the throats of the kids yeah. of his kids. Okay, I can't argue with that. Right. But let me just say this. Up in Canada, they inter- you know, Canada's being overrun with Arabs or Muslims. 
they interviewed a Muslim in, in uh, Canada, and he said their goal was to establish an Islamic republic everywhere they go. That's yeah, in their ma. That's in their uh, religious book, the Quran. Okay. And furthermore, okay. and I want to say this before I don't forget. Okay. Teddy yeah. Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt, a hundred years ago, wrote, yeah. "Don't let these people in your country." Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt, uh, one of our greatest presidents, warned of the threat of uh, of the Islamic faith. What, um, and I'm, I'm not pro Jew. Listen, I am I'm, not pro Jew. I am not pro. I, I can tell you're not you're not pro anything. I'm gonna, you pro you pro. I think you were one of those guys on the far right. I'm going to tell you what it is. I, I could understand why Roosevelt said that because the Ottoman Empire was still going through Europe, so mm -hmm. there was a fear. Uh, of the expansion. That's one thing. Okay. I mean, haven't you seen the, these Muslim prayers in like L Luton? Uh, I may be butchering the name, but there's these Muslim prayers being shown in these once white we towns. Just okay. Hey, they're dominating. Go out. They're dominating hey, the whites, I'll, Christians. I, I, go ahead. I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, see, I don't want to give my location. I don't actually know inside right. New York City. Yeah. But I live outside in, in the suburbs. But I will say, I, I, I'm from Brooklyn, though. Yeah. But the whole idea is we ju we just bought the biggest Christian abandoned church you could find. I'm going to take your video one uh -huh. day and send it to you on private for $100,000. Each window is about two flights high. They're all closed. All the churches are abandoned here. They got yeah. like five churches here. I mean, beautiful. So Christianity is being replaced because of Christians' weakness. There is no Christian. They're right. not going to yeah. church no more. They abandoned the church. Right. You can't yep. force you to go to church. You understand? <laughs> So they, they were abandoned. Yeah, you can't they, really they, blame they, the Muslims for taking yeah, advantage of the situation. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, they shouldn't that, be but, here in the first place. I agree, but, uh, take but advantage. that's what's... But that's the way of the world. It's kind of like... Way it's kind of like what's... He, he said, uh, it is. He, and same, no, no, thing but, with, same thing with Israel-Palestine situation. What did the, what what's happening right, to Palestine was, is the way of the but world. But if you want to get a taste of the Islamic world in America, go to Dearborn, Michigan. Yeah, I know. Walk I around. No, no, no. As a white man, just walk around and see how they <laughs> right. treat you. Yeah. Really, see how they treat you. I'm Ask sure, for uh, directions. Ask for directions. Yeah. Ask them for anything. Ridiculous. They're going to ignore you. And you don't see an American flag anywhere in Dearborn. Right. Maybe at um, City Hall. And then I look think, at uh, the Muslim representatives, Elo, Eli Omar. Is that... Uh, yeah, yeah, Omar. Right. This guy's anti-Muslim. You're an Islamophobic guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but no, there's, there's, no, there's truth to what he's saying, Omar. Benjamin Franklin said that the Jews were the greatest danger to America. I don't see you talking about Benjamin Franklin right there, right? Well, if you, you had a Jew you, on there, I would. He, but you're the guy you, on. No, you're the you, don't even, you don't even own your own country. You're, you're political. Right. Every, everywhere you go, it's the J-Boys controlling you. So you have You're nothing, right. I agree. Okay? I agree. Agree with you. So you you just popping all that against a poor minority that, ha that we we don't oh, have no ambition. <laughs> we don't have no ambitions on your politics. You don't see us running for presidency or for government. Breed us out of stuff. existence. Uh, demographics is destiny, man. I can't help you. I can't help you if you can't breed because you've been over sexualized. But you guys aren't supposed to be here. If you're not supposed to be here, then you shouldn't be breeding. This is a white Christian nation. All right, no, it's not. I, I can it go, is. Go Go look to the Treaty of Tripoli, uh, uh, chapter 11. See what your uh, uh, J James Adams said about uh, 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 John Adams, America. I think. Uh, John, he said America is I don't, not I don't care what he said. I'm well, going to go it, by what Roosevelt treaty. said, and I'm going to go by what my own eyes tell me. In well, every country where there is Islamic Muslims, there's trouble. Yeah. The only reason we're not having more trouble with you guys is because you're a minority. 
That's you the have, truth. Have, have you ever been true to that, man? Have you ever been where we, we don't have no we don't have no crime where we live? What's wrong with you? We're the best uh, thing we, we could have. <laughs> uh, if no you crime, go to Eli dude. Omar's district in Minnesota, the FBI has arrested more terrorists, Somalis. in her district yeah, than any other part of the United yeah. States. Uh, and terrorism lie, is man. crime. FBI, FBI Thank you, Mark. Thank you, sir. Uh, uh, Take care. America, the FBI saying American whites are more terrorists now. Now they're going to come after you. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, the, FBI is, you the FBI is pretty anti-white. It's a mess, yeah. man. It's a, it's a mess. No, no, There's he, a lot he, of division. He, and you know what he's doing right now? He's just throwing spaghetti at the wall. He just no, said, hold no. on, no, man. He, Listen, he's he's he saying some got, valid it, stuff. Every well, Muslim, was, every Muslim is not as Christian friendly and Western friendly and pro America as you are, Omar. You know that. But I live in a community that says we don't want to live under the LBG. I get flag. that. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. We're we're with you on that on the moral yeah. stuff. But it's uh, it's Before, the demographics uh, is destiny. People are gonna get taken uh, over. I have to I have to get to more calls though. Yeah, uh, yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's move that. That's for another day. We should have you every, once a week, man. <laughs> every of you should have us every Friday. Aaron. Aaron is on the line. Of Aaron C. from Utah. Go ahead. Real quick. Aaron. Hey, what's going on? Uh, God bless Mark for one. Uh, you know, keep, keeping it real. Uh, yeah. And I'm glad that you have this guy on as a guest because, hey, what he just stated, it shows that one of my typical complaints, and I'm sure many agree, a typical complaint with these foreigners is they're just completely ungrateful, you know? This dude's able to come over here and thrive in the system that my people created, and then of course gives them no credit at the end of the day. Oh, you didn't. Give I don't me think a that's exactly dude. true, man. This okay, so I don't know. The, you may be making assumptions email. about this guy. Let me let me defend. Uh, I just heard oh, what he said. Let me defend something that he said though, because you jump to conclusions about what people say, uh, Aaron. To be fair, this man wants America to stay majority white. Did you know that he thought he believes that? Did you know that, that uh, Omar, that third rail, third rail with Omar, once America believes America should remain majority white? Yeah, don't mess around with the food permit. Don't mess around with the population. So why is he here in the first place? Is why he, is he here the in the problem. first place? Because the opportunity is open. Are you not going to yeah. take an opportunity, whether whether it's a right or wrong opportunity? You're going to take it. And the law and the law says you can. I didn't come here uh, run around. I didn't jump from space. Sir, I came sir, here in a plane. Us white Americans did not make the law like that. We were subverted. The Heart Star right. Act. We did not vote. We did not vote for an ounce of this immigration. If it was up to all of us personally, you would not be here. Please understand. Yeah, that. Do you know that right. dude, you're Im immigrant, about immigrants are the most creative uh, uh, business-wise? Google, Yahoo, eBay, all the stuff that you enjoy are created by immigrants. Three people have five trillion dollars in wealth. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That, that is it the is. dumbest Go thing I've heard. Well, all day. eBay, eBay, it's not, it's not actually that. all that dumb. There's some truth to this. Uh, that, it's true. eBay was founded the... by a guy from uh, an, an Iranian Jew from uh, France. Uh, Google is a Russian guy who who, who founded it. All this stuff. Um, uh, um, X. Elon Musk is an immigrant from Africa. So my friend. You have to understand the issue here is now white. I'm probably more whiter than uh, Hake right here if you look at me. <laughs> America, <laughs> America. Would be great the only thing is he has, he has ginger. Let hair. me just That's tell you though, that there's a there's a he he makes a fair point in that a lot of immigrants, whether they're honest or not, they take advantage of opportunities that a lot of Americans are either spoiled and taken care of by their parents, spoiled and taken care of by the government. There's a lot of corruption that's happened to normal, real, 100% Americans. 
Not all, hey, but many. And so hey, there's some truth hey, to hey, what hey. he's saying. Go ahead. Hey, here and there, okay, once in a while you will get that uh, that prodigal, uh, the prodigious immigrant that comes over that might invent them. But then oh, in the yeah, process, yeah. The hordes, the hordes are, are not. Millions are, I agree. And then you get, yeah, you get millions that are unproductive. So yeah. that's a new point. And the things that he was just talking about, True. the founding of like, first of all, who cares about Google, et cetera? But I know when, Google's when evil, man. Like that, <laughs> Bad example. These, these, these <laughs> things could be founded in their countries. Let's say like China founded TikTok, but we utilize it here. They can go. They can find. They can. They can discover the unit, and then find the, the stuff. They can hit it in their own it. country, and then we you can, didn't because do of it. this thing called trade. That, you, that, find then, it, you know what I mean? We can utilize it anyway, and they can profit off of it anyway. They don't need to physically be here. But the main reason I hopped on was because he was talking about, you know, some of them dudes that were doing activism uh, in some of them states up yeah, north. Yeah, I'll ask him a question. You know, How about blacks? Hold on, hold on. Hold on. No, 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 no we're, we're going to leave the blacks alone because I, I want him to be able to make his point, Omar. But I wanted to ask him a question. Yeah. Should blacks be in America? He has to be honest. Should the black Americans, the ones from the the descendants Africa. of slavery, should they be in America? The, the ones that were brought over slavery, you best believe that this is definitely their country too. Yes. Uh, yeah, okay. All right. Now, now make yeah. your point because I I got to wrap up. Aaron, go ahead. All right. Well, well, a second ago he was talking about you know the groups doing activism, talking about losers and their parents' faces. So of course. This is what I'm talking about, bro. This is what I'm I don't care how cool of a Muslim you think this guy is. Hey, he's over here <laughs> criticizing. He's trying to put down yeah. the people that are doing, you know, legal activism, trying to save the country. You see what his opinion is of them. You see what I'm saying? Oh, you who's trying? You're doing it wrong, I said. You need, you need no, me to be an advisor for you. The, the okay, white movement the right needs me. The white movement needs me to be their advisor. First of all, who's your leader? He made uh, a valid point, man. He was oh, giving, he was giving hold on, hold on. He, no, uh, no, no. Let me let me defend you a little bit. You were ma he was yeah. making constructive criticism. Yeah. Aaron, I don't care what this dude's opinion is. He what, what the hell does he know about? No, activism? so is uh, is uh, But listen, when uh, when it. when the when these people are doing their brown shirts or I don't know, I Hey, who are you talking about? Patriot Front? Who are you talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, 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 it's all of them. It's all of them. Whether it's Patriot Front, he was talking about maybe NSC. He's a leader. Nick Fontes. Hello, hello. Nick Fontes is half Mexican. The Pratt Boys have a Spanish leader. You guys don't even, you don't even pick up your good leaders. Uh, give me some <laughs> white leaders. You guys are confused. Well, off, that's, that's not movement. my leader. That's that's not our leader. Oh, yeah. You are just, I'm going to tell you something. Movement. The reason I said that, the reason I said there's no need for you to come in trucks like furniture, uh, drop yourself in the middle of a hostile uh, environment in a city and start marching for 10 minutes to feel good. And then you get yourself on, uh, uh, on, uh, on, what's that, on the iPhone. You I'm go with you. I think that stuff is useless. But, really? uh, uh, but I, I don't hate those guys. And I, I don't think that Omar necessarily hates those guys. He's just saying no, that they're not, being, they're not uh, being persuasive. It's not the best persuasive tactic. Yeah. Sure, sure. I would, I would say that there is, there is uh, better approaches. However, I mean, it's more symbolic. Here's the thing, though. Hey, okay. the, key, the key takeaway here is he was saying that when they were, when he saw them walking around or whatever, he was scared. Man, that is the entire. No, I was scared. Point. I'm from I New York City. There are more people like you. No, no, they, they don't march here. They're not gonna march here in New York City. Trust me. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I really won't care. I mean, I'm New York. I seen people walk naked in the subway. <laughs> I mean, you think I'm gonna care about that? <laughs> You understand? I see people walking naked. Great right call, Baron. See, I'm glad that you called in because we then we could clarify these things a bit. Man, it's always yeah. a great call. You take it easy, man. You too, man. Appreciate you. Uh, take yeah. care. I'll be Omar, it's been business. fun talking with you. Uh, uh, Al in Tennessee wanted to talk to you about this yeah. Christianity conversation all over the map, he's, he's yeah. saying. Rick in Hampton, Virginia had a question about Hamas. I'm going to have to have you back 
to get to these calls. Every but we got to end. Let's La do a show every Friday. <laughs> I'll, I'll think about that, man. Yeah, I mean, it's good talking Friday. with you. Um, it's, I want, uh, okay, uh, can I say something before you uh, yeah, close, close the statement? Close okay. it out, 30 seconds. Go ahead. I want to thank Hake. I want to thank you for having me. Uh, and I want to thank the chat and the people. Even if you disagree with me, it's good to have a conversation at the end of the day and exchange it. That's all. Thank you for having me, uh, Hake. Nice, man. You have me. I hope you have me again. I will. Appreciate you, man. Okay. Take care. Thanks. All right. God bless me. Thank you care. too. Love Guys, this has been the Hake Report. I cannot get to the rest of the calls. And I do see your super chats, Popcorn, Thump Keg, and Star C on C. I will have to address your supers more properly uh, Monday, hopefully. Uh, we have the Fallen State coming up next. Let's hear Frog Eyes Friday. This track is entitled, what's the track entitled? Our Lordship has devised a new billing system from the 2004 album Ego Scriptor. Adios, America. Bye. Oh, had his long sojourn Merlon Let's ask his name today Oh, the emperor, the emperor of time Look at that dog, it's a two-legged dog Can he put his toys away? Oh, the emperor, the emperor of time Look at that lake, it's not right to steal cake do it all the same Oh, the emperor, the emperor of time Look at that bike It's your grandmother's bike We stole it, stole it anyway Oh, the emperor, the emperor of time His enemies, enemy of mine The emperor of time His enemies, enemy Maybe at 4 p.m., Fallen State Church. Adios, America. Bye.